0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Good morning and happy Tuesday. Today is Tuesday, August 9th. And on today's edition of the BGN Radio Training Camp interview series, Jimmy Kemsky speaks with Philadelphia Eagles reporter for NBC Sports Philadelphia, Ruben Frank. Ruben Frank shares the story on how he started covering the Eagles. He discusses the biggest jerk that he's ever covered, Devin Allen's transition from track back to football, and he answers, is Jalen Hurts' starter in 2023? Take a listen. All right, we have Rube, the great Ruben Frank from NBC Sports Philly. Not just a football expert, but a track expert too. I don't know if I'm an expert on either one, but <laughs> i do my best. Okay, you had just had—you were just telling me before we started the podcast that you had like a 15-minute radio hit on Devin Allen.
1: Yeah, Sports Illustrated asked me to uh, do, a, and it was with this very knowledgeable woman who covers track, and she didn't know much about football, but she covers track. Okay, and she wanted to know how Devin Allen was doing in training camp, and then what his reaction was to getting to at the World Championships, and I think it was about 17 18 minutes <laughs> yeah okay and i mean with all due respect and I, I you know i used to write a column for si they actually have peter king has a lot to do with me getting my job at mbc because he kind of really was great for my career and gave me a big a big break when i was at a little newspaper but 17 minutes on devon allen how many passes did he i mean he had a screen during the open practice he, and
0: yeah. He like broke out a little bit and got tackled, and I had been saying like, no way, he's making the team, can't catch. And after that play, you get the replies like, you're lying. <laughs> he called, he called a pass. Why, yeah. why are you trying to, why are you trying to kill the kid for no reason?
1: <laughs> he can't. I mean, look, I, I admire the kid for what he's trying to do. He's getting out of his comfort zone yeah. and, and yeah. trying a new challenge. Sure. It's easy to just hurdle, but. Uh, He's got a long way to go. I mean, he he hasn't played in six years. And he has trouble just getting off the line of scrimmage. So it's not really like he's dropping a bunch of passes. He can't get open enough to get passes.
0: Did this person find you? Be- like just by chance or did she have an inkling that you no, had think, so track?
1: I think it's our pal John Gonzalez okay. um, had, had a connection. Got it. I, I, he, it might even be his podcast. I don't even know. Okay. I don't I mean, I was happy to talk track. We ended up talking about the Penn Relays and the Milrose Games and the 1992 Olympic Trials. I know these are all some of your favorite topics <laughs> because we needed a little bit of filler in there yeah. uh, along the way. So you mentioned like you were at a smaller paper. Uh, Delco? That no, was the Burlington County Times. Oh, okay. Yeah high school Were you basketball. living in South Jersey there then? Or? Yeah, I was living in, uh, I lived in Blackwood when okay. I started. Uh, actually, Washington Township. In Blackwood could be either Gloucester Township or Washington Township. and the, Your car insurance is like $500 more if you live in if you live in Camden County then Gloucester County okay so Blackwood is generally considered Camden County so they were trying to overcharge me for my car insurance <laughs> I had to go I had to get the title of like the or the, like the lease agreement that says Washington Township Gloucester County to, to get my lower car insurance rate but yeah I lived in Blackwood and then I lived in Delanco up in uh, Burlington County. I delivered the Burlington County Times
0: when I was a kid and my friends had courier post routes. And I oh, think the Carrier Post was—I think they had like a bigger—they um, they had more subscribers, I guess, sure, yeah, than yeah. the Berlin County Times. my friends would all make fun of me because, like, they had—they'd have like you know five, six houses on one street. I'd have like a house here, <laughs> a house here, house like way
1: over here, and then like I'd get more exercise than them
0: having <laughs> to all these. Where was your route, Marlton?
1: <laughs> it was in Marlton. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Berlin County Times back then was huge in the river towns like okay. Borden Town, Florence, Riverside, Cinnamon, and but. Um, they, we, they didn't really cover, you know, once you got inland, like uh, across 130. Well, certainly across 295, they didn't really. Cover. What year is this for you now? Do you have any idea? Like, no. what year what
0: was your first year? No, I don't. Know. Covering the Eagles? I don't know. Because I was giving McLean <laughs> shit for, uh, he's
1: like, I'll say, you're the Damo's gone. Yeah. I'm well, so, in and out. So, so a, the middle of 87. <laughs> all right. So, it's, it's the middle of 87. The Eagles are playing. I'm covering high schools. I've never been to a football game in my life, okay. Other than high school football, you know, Cherokee versus Shawnee. Sure, it's a big, big rivalry. Never been, covered a college football game, NFL game, and the Cards are playing the Eagles at Bush Stadium in St. Louis, and the Cards are up like thirty-five to three or something. It's like Neil Lomax. It era. was, I believe, it was Neil Lomax, <laughs> great Neil Lomax, was quarterback in the Cards, and uh, I guess, I guess we had a columnist who left the game early to go have dinner with a friend. It was thirty-five-three. He filed his column. And then, and then the Eagles came back and got within like a like a touchdown, and had the ball like on the cards like twenty yard line, and had a completion, and then time ran out. They didn't have any timeouts. Okay. And the game ended. Was so I guess they couldn't find the columns. There was no cell phones. There's no internet. There's no texting. There's no email. Yeah. And um, they couldn't find them, and so he got fired the next day. Oh man, he got fired the next day. Phil Sheridan, the great Phil Sheridan, uh, became our columnist, and they didn't have an Eagles writer, and they said, Rube, you want to cover the Eagles? I'm like, okay. Wow. Okay. So 87. And that. nobody stopped me. Okay. But it was, uh, I didn't cover training camp that summer. I think 88 was my first training camp. So, okay. yeah, I've been doing it since since the middle of the Buddy Ryan days, and yeah, when I started, there was no cell phones, no internet. Yeah, it was. We, couldn't, we didn't do podcasts like this. Yeah, of course. It hadn't been invented. Yeah. Nothing had been invented. I'm not sure we even had electricity back then. It Did might, you? Had- <laughs> might have been the early days of electricity.
0: Yeah, like the tape recorder with the hit the record and play button at the same time. Yeah. Stop. Rewind.
1: Yeah. Some of the guys <laughs> still use those. Yeah, Jack. Does does he? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. If still, but as recent as like the last two or three years, I think he still had that out. Yeah. <laughs> and there, I mean, it was great because like you could actually cover the team if you wanted to talk to a player after practice, you'd go talk to the player. You know, now there's like a million rules. Yeah. Hey, you're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. But uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was so different back then, but it was a lot of fun. So who's the biggest jerk you ever covered in that time? Probably Bill Romanowski. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Romo. He was, what can I say? I don't know what I can say, but he was, yeah. Yeah. Go say whatever you want. He was a <laughs> dick. You can take it out if you want, but yeah, he was the biggest jerk. It's not even close. I mean, there've been a few, uh, you know, most of the guys are, are pretty cool, but yeah, Romo, he was just like, and he couldn't even play anymore. Uh, He was just self-absorbed, condescending, hated the media, and made it clear every time he walked by his locker. And we didn't even want to talk to him. He was such a jerk. But, you know, you go even near his locker, you know.
0: He kind of has that reputation.
1: Yeah, and it's accurate.
0: I don't think you're breaking ground here. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to go Babin.
1: No, you know, Babin's up there. (laughs) But... I don't know. Babin was actually a good guy the first time around. Okay. Yeah, he was a big friend of the media. And then he got good and he became a jerk. Oh, yeah, okay. That's actually almost worse. Romo was consistent. (laughs) (laughs) He was consistently a jerk. So who's your favorite then? Favorite guy? You know, I'll go Eric Allen. Okay. Uh, He was was always – I'll never forget. It was like the day before a playoff game. And Eric Allen's in the lobby of the hotel. I don't remember where we were. And I walked by. Hey, Eric, what's up? I ended up interviewing him. <laughs> like, I he ended up talking so much about the game they were playing. It, it might have been two days before because I, I, I know I wrote a story about it. But, like, if he had a good quote, he would call you. He'd <laughs> tell great. you it. Yeah. Um, and, but he was just so – I learned so much football from I used to watch film with him. Uh-huh. Seth Joyner and Eric Allen used to bring me into a, a film room at the vet, which used to be right over there. And uh, we'd watch film, and they'd teach me about football. We can't even go in the building now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if I, if can't even if if go, go in the locker room the yeah. last two, three years. I don't think we're even, not even allowed to stand here. <laughs> probably not. Uh, but yeah, I used to watch film with those guys. The EA was just so smart, so cerebral, because he wasn't like a physically imposing guy. He had great speed, uh, but he was really Hall of Fame caliber corner just because of how smart, how prepared he was. So yeah.
0: I think I think you probably also lead the beat writers in maybe Zach more recently, but in coaches. Stop, you know, stopping whatever they're saying and asking you something like referring to you like by name for you is, of course, it's the stats. Yeah. Or, how many times would you say a coach has sort of asked you for a stat during your press Andy conference? He was big on
1: that, yeah, <laughs> because Ray, Ray, Buddy, and Ray both hated Chip, did it too, I think, right? I think Chip did it a couple times, but but and, and Chip liked Chip liked me because of that, because yeah. you know, everything was quantifiable in my world, it wasn't like I you know, but um, Big Red used to do that all the time, he's like, Yeah, you know. I mean, gosh, our our punt return game has been terrible. Like, I don't know what the ranking is. I'm sure Rube knows it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, 29th, Big Red. You know, but you know, try to if if you don't know it, you just make it up. Yeah. Like nobody's gonna know. <laughs> the, so the first time I ever covered a game was uh
0: the Deshaun Jackson punt return game. The okay. first time I ever covered a road game okay. was a, the Deshaun Jackson punt return game. I have a story about you from that game. So when I first got there. They didn't have the seating chart up yet for where we were supposed to sit. Right. And it was like two and a half hours before the game, which is, as you know, of course, yeah. listeners may not, but totally out of the ordinary to not have a place to put your shit and not get out of the back to work
1: for that place. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you asked the guy. You were polite enough and said, you know, like, when are you gonna have it up? And the guy was like, we'll I have it up when we have it up. And you're like, well, it's kind of weird that you don't have it up. Like, this doesn't happen often. Like, this is, I think, probably the first time I've covered a road game and. Two and a half hours for game time, it's not up yet. The guy goes, Well, it was the first time for everything. <laughs> and, you know, not that we like have rooting interest during the game or whatever, but I'm sure you had to feel satisfied that that guy's day was ruined for, like four or five hours later. That guy probably hated the
1: Giants, <laughs> Could but, be. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I actually remember that. Yeah, do you? okay. because you have work to do. You want to sit down, and yeah, get sure. your laptop set up, and, <laughs> and, you know, there's there's things you have to do to get ready for the game. But, yeah, they were. The biggest jerk the biggest PR jerk I've ever, I've ever dealt with was in, in the old Cincinnati Stadium. <laughs> okay. What, what was it? Uh, Riverfront. Uh, okay. Before they, they have the nice Paul Brown Stadium now, but in, the, in Riverfront, and um, we had so we had tags that we got with our credentials that had a little coupon on the bottom. It's where you got when you stood in the lunch line, they would tear it off and you get your stupid beanie weenies or whatever. They yeah. Were. And um, so everyone's in line. All the Philly guys are in line, and um, they, they, there's this old dude. It was actually like a retired PR guy, and he sees mine, and he says, "You're in the wrong line. You can't. You, this is the media line." And I'm like, "Well, I'm, I'm media yeah. my credentials." And he's looking at it. You can't. You can't see. Yeah. He's like, "No, you can't. You don't get. You can't get food. You, you're not media." I'm like, "I have the same credentials as everyone else," and I'm laughing. And the poor guy, I, he must have been like 90 years old. He, he wouldn't let me. Wouldn't let me go. He wouldn't let me. So I like, I, I tried to like just stay in line and laugh it off, and he was like. He just like followed me. Really? Was like, wow! Me. Not supposed That's to aggressive be here.
0: Either. Yeah, he was. And, <laughs> so said, um, like, so you couldn't have a hot dog? Is that what I he said? You know, I don't even. It's like Washington used to have the ticket. Oh yeah. For like, you had to give your ticket, and if yeah. you didn't have one, you waited in line for nothing. And it was just for
1: some, you know, terrible boiled hot dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you're the you're the con- connoisseur of, <laughs> of press box food. Um, Dave Remington, I don't know if you remember Dave Remington. Sure. He was a center, great. Yeah. He was here in the in the late 80s. He was a center at the end of his career, and he would. T- I don't know how he knew about all the press box food because he was playing the games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but he he knew everything. he would have gotten along great with him. Huh, okay. Yeah, he he was the first one to tell us about the the Riverfront Stadium beanie weenies, <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, with much disdain. But I didn't really miss much of a meal there, and. Uh, life went on. All right. One last question. Eagles related. Yeah, it's actually
0: a four parter, but oh, quick. God, I have to take <laughs> notes here. I can barely remember a one part. <laughs> no, you got it. It's easy though. Uh, Eagles record regular season. Uh-huh. Do they make the playoffs?
1: Do they win any playoff games? And is Jalen Hurts the starter in 2023? Yeah, those are those are the operative questions, right? Yeah. Um, I, I, so I'm leaning like 11 and five, but I feel like that's a cop out. Well, it's 17 games now. Remember. Uh, uh, uh <laughs> 12 and five. Yeah. Okay. I'm leaning. To, uh, no, 11 and six. Okay. But I think I'm gonna go 12 and five just because I feel like 11 and six is a cop out. Like that's like the obvious. Sure. Like they're two games better. The two most common ones are 10 and seven and 11 and six. Right. So I think I'm gonna go higher. Look, with the off season they had, they should and the schedule they have. The schedule's terrible. They should be a 12 and five team. So. I'm, I'm a, let's put the pressure on them. All I'm right. Go sure 12 and going 5. aggressive. Obviously, they'll, they'll be a playoff team at 12 and 5. They win think. the NFC East, I guess. they're yeah. 12 and 5. So I think it's going to come down to those. I mean, it always comes down to the two Dallas games, and they've had trouble with Dallas. So that's the key to me the whole season is two Dallas games. Yeah. They haven't swept them since 2011, mm, which, okay. which is crazy. I mean, a lot of the games in the last few Dream years. Dream team year, huh? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. And, um, it, it was funny. I was, I shouldn't even say that. Well, that's this. right,
0: because the Super Bowl year,
1: they, you know, they the meaningless game, right. but they lost 6 nothing. And they've had a few <laughs> of those, right. Uh, they've had a few of those meaningless Dallas games, like three of them, I yeah. think 16, 17, and obviously last year. Um, but still last year, like nobody wants to give up 50 points sure. even in a meaningless game. Um, I was talking to Clay Harbour at practice the other day, and I probably shouldn't say this, but um, we, I was, I just, we, we were talking about <laughs> – It's too late, Clay. Sorry. <laughs> we were talking about the corners, and I was like, He's like, man, these guys could really play. I was like, yeah, this is the first time the Eagles have had three like good cornerbacks, meaning Maddox and, and the two starters. And I think Zach McPherson's pretty good, too. Yeah. But it's the first time they've had three good corners since I don't even know when, like 20 years. And, and Clay Harbour says, what are you talking about? We had Namdi, DRC, and Curtis Marsh. <laughs> and he was serious? He was kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, he, was, he was being sarcastic. Okay. But anyway, so um, they going to win a playoff game. I mean, if you go 12-5, you yeah. better. Yeah. I mean I hate the 1-bye, you know, per conference.
0: Yeah, the 12 and 5 isn't going to get you by. It's not
1: going to get you by. Probably wouldn't get you by even if there were still could. two. It could. Yeah. Yeah, but probably come down to a tiebreaker, but yeah. Um yeah, probably you're probably right, but um That's a great question. Are they going to win a playoff game? If I I if I'm going to say I believe in them at 12-5, a home say game, got to say it's a home game. Who do they beat? Just uh for shits and giggles. Um they will beat the 49ers and then they lose in the the, the divisional round. Losing the conference, I won't. I refuse to call it the divisional round, okay? It has nothing to do with the division, so I call it the conference <laughs> semifinal round, okay? And I'm really freaking adamant about that. I will, put, I will never I'll put a note, they okay. they changed it in my story once, and I, so I just went on a rampage. Like, How <laughs> dare <laughs> you! But not really, but um, uh, wasn't I'm sorry, was the next? No, oh, and then track.
0: uh, Hertz it's Hertz, no, I guess Hertz would be the starter in 2023 if they like go 12 and
1: 5, even if they even if they go 10 and uh, look. A, I think he's going to be better just because A.J. Brown is going to be – Jalen Rager played 750 snaps last year. Yeah. So just having Rager out there is going to – he's going to be better just on that. Plus, you know, just another year in this offense and better O-line, you know, they, they should be more solid. Um, I just think he's going to be better. And But the, the real thing is, like, where are you going to get another quarterback? Yeah. Like, so are, are they really going to be ready – even if they go 9 and 8 and he's somewhat better, I mean, the, the problem is going to be what do you, how much money do you give him? Is, is the issue. But I just think it's it's so hard to find a quarterback. And if they have a guy that's come in at 23 and 24 and had two winning seasons, unless he regresses, I think he'll be the quarterback. Next year. A lot probably rides on how
0: bad the Saints are, too. Because that's true. They have their pick. And yeah. if they, you know, you got a really high pick, maybe you draft the guy. Or you, you never know, like, I guess a recent trend is these some veteran quarterbacks are like, yeah, I don't want to play for this team anymore. Trade yeah. me. And they get their way somehow. So yeah. <laughs> like, does Howie
1: seem like the kind of guy I'm, I just don't know. If yes. To, <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends who it is and how old he is. Yeah. Like, I can't see how he like, like, I don't know, like, is Jimmy Garoppolo really that much better than. Deon well, let's Hurts? say like
0: Russell Wilson, you can add him to this roster now, but like, I mean, he's not going to be available next season, right. but a player of his caliber is, who was available <laughs>
1: Um, what, what is he? 31. I think he's like 32, 32. It's yeah. pretty good last year. I, I mean, if what did, uh, what did the Broncos give up for him? I think they gave up three ones and change. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. if some players
0: so yeah. They gave up a tight end. That was decent. Somebody else.
1: Yeah. I mean, guys, a hall of famer he's still really good. I guess you have to consider it. Um, I just don't know how many guys, like if it's a, a Kirk Cousins or Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah, I just no, don't want yeah, those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have to be right. somebody, and those guys don't come available that much. I mean, Russell Wilson did, yeah, but you know, you're, you're not going to find that level of talent, and to give up all those picks, he's got to be appreciably better than Jalen Hurts. Of course, so yeah, yeah. that's what it comes down to. But uh, but you got um, him for a starter in 2023. I just think the, number, the the odds are yes. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if he's not, but. Uh, because he could regress. I mean, we're all saying, look, he's a hard worker. He's he's committed. He's got better weapons. Same, you know, second year in the same offense. But yeah. If defenses have film on him now. They do. And uh, stranger things have happened. So uh, it's going to be a fun year. All right. Well, he
0: was Ruben Frank. I've kept him out of here. We're sweating our asses off. <laughs> it's like they
1: moved practice up an hour and it's
0: hot. I, this is the first day that like I can feel the
1: sweat just pouring down my back right now. I ran into to Bill Berge the other day. He was at practice. The day, they, the earlier day that they moved, I think it was Thursday, they moved uh-huh. it up an hour. And he said, Vermeer found out it was going to be 100. He would have moved it back an hour. <laughs>
0: Love that. Bill Berge yelled at me one time. Really? Because, you remember Sammy, the photographer for The Inquirer. Oh, yeah, I yeah. was working for Philly.com at the time. Yeah, she worked for us for a while. She was, like, carrying a bunch of equipment, yeah. and I was carrying nothing, and we're walking out on the field, he sees, a, you know, a woman carrying a bunch yeah. of stuff, and I'm not carrying anything. I almost kind of feel like it's uh, it's more pro- progressive to allow the, the, the woman sure. to do her yeah. job and not trying to play hero or whatever, yeah. <laughs> When well, he's screaming at me for like, having her carry really? on his stuff. I'm just, I'm just tagging along, carrying nothing. Yeah, Bill Murray, yelled at me.
1: <laughs> Probably deserved it. No. Um, yeah, Sammy was, uh, she was really talented. Yeah, for sure. She, where's she now? I think
0: she moved to like Aruba or something like that for a little while. I don't know if she's back, but, oh, uh, interesting. but yeah,
1: I can't argue with that. Although I'm sure it's about 300 there. <laughs> right. Probably. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we covered we covered uh, everything from uh, Bill Romanowski to Sammy so. All right. We exactly. really covered a lot. Of we did. We did.
0: <laughs> All right, thanks again, Rube. Much you appreciated. B G N